Hello. Hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to the B-Team Podcast. I am Josh, joined by Mr. Brendan Krause. Hello. And we are doing our long-awaited Naruto Part 2, oh, a.k.a. Yeah. Naruto Shippuden. Yes, part Naruto one. Shippuden 1. Uh, so why don't you set the stage and give everybody a background as to where we left off. I will briefly look something up because I have a question to ask you. Okay. Uh, one quick thing before I cannot remember. When we did the part one, did we do the Kakashi Gaiden? Because that's like the uh, in-between where, if you don't remember, it's like Kakashi is like a kid telling his like story, basically how he got his, his eye. Yes, we did. Okay, we did that. Okay. So, Naruto Shippuden, basically, where we left off is that Team 7 is basically disbanded for the moment. Naruto is off with Jiraiya training, Sakura is with Tsunade training, and Sasuke is with Orochimaru, basically, like, gone to the dark side at this point, um, training in the dark arts. Uh, Shippuden, there is a time jump. And Naruto is back in the village. New skills, new look. Uh, everyone's got a new look, basically. Um, and he reunites with Sakura and Kakashi. And the plot takes off from there. Uh, the first arc is the Kazekage rescue mission. Where basically... Um, you know, so after they, they reunite... Um, they're sent to the village hidden in the sand, which is now led by uh, Gara, mm-hmm. the bad guy from part one, who now, you know, after Naruto did his talk no jutsu, reformed villain, he's a good guy now, basically. Uh, he's not like a heartless monster. And they're sent there because Gara's been captured by this group known as the Akatsuki. The Akatsuki are like basically this international terrorist organization of ex powerful ninja from the various villages and he's captured by these guys called Daidara and Sasori who they basically the two of them just like just walk straight into the village fuck a lot of things up um, they fight uh, I believe yeah Sasori fights Gara 1v1 and manages to beat him and they take him and from there you know Kakashi and all of them they go to the uh, village, and then they work with this older lady named Chiyo, who's like a elder of the village, to try to get Gar back. And right, Chiyo is is like masquerading as this helpless grandmother. Yes, and then she's like, oh, by the way, I'm a badass warrior ninja too. Yes, and uh, basically, long story short, the Akatsuki they extract the. Uh, one tails from Gara, and during this time you get to meet some of the other Akatsuki. There's this funny guy with a mask named Toby, who's just basically a meme. Who, and... as as Brent put it when I showed him a picture, said it's Jack O'Rantern. <laughs> yes. it's the Asian Hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, and uh, their leader, who is this guy named Payne, you only get to see him as like a hologram at first. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they eventually do get Gara back, and during this time. They fight Itachi and Kisame, who we did meet in part one. Itachi, you know, Sasuke's older brother. Mm-hmm. Kisame, his, uh, uh, his partner. Uh, Rock Lee and his, his team guy, Neji Tenten, they fight Kisame. And Itachi fights uh, Naruto and, I believe, Kakashi. And, you know, they fight. Uh, yeah, those battles resolve. And then the, the big battle is basically... Uh, Chiyo and Sakura versus Sasori. And, you know, it ends with basically uh, Chiyo giving up her life, like using the last bit of her energy or whatever to revive Gara. Yeah, and I thought, like, this whole part was uh, very much inspired by Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, this is uh, basically what happens with. I can't remember her name now, but there's an old lady character who's like the mentor and basically gives up her life and does the same thing, except she's way more badass. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, Josh, just general thoughts on the first arc of Shippuden? Um, I think that it 
set the stage for something that then didn't follow. Like, Shippuden is just all over the place in terms of narrative, in terms of pacing. There's parts of it that I really liked. There's parts of it that I didn't like that much. I figured this was, like, kind of, like, what they had to do. Like, if you look at something like Dragon Ball, it's, like, when they bring in, you know, Yamcha or Tien, at first they're, like, Mm -hmm. evil. Um, The difference there is Yamcha was really just an adolescent who wanted to be a bad boy, and then he just, you know, stops as soon as he gets a girlfriend. Whereas Tien was pretty much, like, a straight-up killer, and he has, like, this whole crisis of conscience and, you know right down to the King Piccolo thing. Like he has this epiphany of I need to avenge Master Roshi and and save the day. Whereas with Gara, like nothing really happened. He just got his ass kicked and he's like, I'm not evil anymore. Um, And then they kind of bodied him almost like they would in wrestling. Like when they bring in a new big, bad wrestler, they'll put him over, have him take out the former bad guy and destroy him. So I thought that was cool, but then they kind of did nothing with Gara and the whole thing with um, what the hell's the old lady's name? Chiyu. Chiyo. Yeah, she like I figured was going to be this major player. Like, um, was it? It's, it's Gen- Genkai from um, YYH. She's around forever, mm-hmm. and like even after she dies, like you know, you kind of get like Obi Wan Yoda like hologram ghost visions of her still giving Yusuke advice. She yeah, was basically just like, I'm here, and now I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of, I think the first few arcs of Shippuden kind of are a, a bit over the place. Um, with this one, there is one event that uh, definitely ties into the finale of the whole series, but you wouldn't know that yet since you haven't read ahead. Um, for me, the positives, I think this is probably the best ever you'll get from Sakura in the series. Um, this is probably the only arc where she's like legitimately helpful for large portions of it. Yeah. Um, especially in the anime, her and Chiyo, their fight against Sasori is incredible. Um, well, I mean, I still think like, as, you know, so we, we both, I, I watched the whole video. I don't know if you watched the whole, well, actually I stopped it at the seven minute mark, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, after I read everything, I wanted to watch just a really quick recap video yeah, and yeah. a funny one. I sent it to Brendan. And the guy doing the video just only calls her uselessness. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, it's 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 well earned for the most part. It is. No, that's what I'm saying. Like she had a really yeah. great fight in the um, in the the tests in part one. You know, the original, yeah. and then uh, now she's got this one good fight. But other than that, like she doesn't do yeah. anything. It's like moments among a sea of uselessness. And oh my god, the next part that you will read the finale, there is a she has by far her worst moment coming up, but but we'll get to that when that comes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, for me, the other positives were um, I liked finally meeting the other Akatsuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how you feel. I think most of people's Shippuden looks are mostly a downgrade from their part one looks. Like Naruto, I think is, you know, Naruto look is way more iconic and cool. Um, I think I would, I would like it awful, to um, I would liken it to Digimon when it went from season one when they're basically all kids and some of their older kids some of them are much younger and then like season two they especially the originals show up at the end and they're older and that's what it, it was like you know this was the character you knew and look at them now and it's like this design sucks kind of yeah uh, the especially final pause- um. Especially Sasuke, like yes, oh god, Sasuke <laughs> just looks terrible. Sasuke goes um, from like you know, pretty much every run of the mill like Shogun Shinobi anime character with long black hair and like a robe to uh, I look like a lesbian now and I'm a bad guy. Yeah, his looks have gotten progressively worse. He went from his first look, which uh, I like that one, to the black leotard to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the final positive I'll give is that uh. The villain, Sasori, of the Akaski, he dies. Mm-hmm. But I did like the uh, writing for him and Chiyo, how like you find out their history, how they're related to each other, how his like, parents' uh, puppets end up killing him in the end. Yeah, I, I thought that was well done. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have on the Kazakagi rescue mission. Like well, the, said, we, we left out there. So the whole thing with Gara is after Gara is captured and dies, um, they kind of put him inside of this puppet monster. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and like half the arc is them chasing this flying puppet monster, and then it like finally shows up in battle, and it's just really fucking weird. Like if you're not into yeah. that part, it will not land for you. Yeah, but and 
I think it's setting up something from the next part, which when this first happened, I loved it because of just how absurd it was. And then when it went to that, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> um, so yeah. to, to set the stage for part two, you know, obviously Sasuke has become the pupil of uh, Mara, and like Orochimaru basically like you feel is there going to be like a, you know, a power of two thing, a rule of two thing rather. And like Sasuke is going to be like, now I'm evil. I'm going to overthrow, you know, like one day. Rochimaru just gets fucking bored and turns into a snake monster and is like, I'm going to kill you now. Uh, yeah. And then Sasuke's like, you can't take me. And he absorbs him. But it's kind of like a double agent thing. And Rochimaru did it on purpose. But he literally, he just gets bored and he's like, I'm not in the story anymore. Bye. Yeah, well... Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. Rochimaru, I mean, his whole goal from the beginning was he wanted to... He wants to... Immortality in his way is like taking over new bodies, basically. Because... He's supposed to be the same age as Dry and Tsunade. Right. Because they were all, you know, the teammates. Um, but obviously he's not as old as them, clearly. Um, but yeah, moving on, the next arc is the Tenchi Bridge Reconnaissance Mission, um, which brings in our new man, Sai, and Yamato. So, one one quick note on Sai. Um, they do a lot of weird shit narratively with Sai for a very, very long time. And then Sai has, like, he keeps talking about a brother, and I couldn't figure out if Itachi was also his brother. Then there's, like, a weird, like, gay foreign fantasy with him and uh, Sasuke. And then watching the video, and the only thing the dude says on Sai is, and then Sai shows up, but he's just there to paint fucking animals, so don't worry about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the basic premise is, you know, after going back home, Kakashi has to go to the hospital because he... He got pretty beat up fighting Itachi. Yeah, his eyes all fucked up. Yeah. But in the meantime... His other eye, actually. Yeah. They've got a lead on an Akatsuki meeting. And they're going to send Team 7 out. But obviously, Kakashi's out. And they don't have a third team member since Sasuke's gone. So they bring in this guy called Yamato. Who... He's basically another Jonin like Kakashi. He He uses wood style a lot. Uh, wood style attacks and this guy named Sai who's this sketchy I mean kind of like Sasuke and like the emo thing going on. I was just saying he looks like the episode of South Park where Stan becomes a goth. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, they're they're placed on the team by this guy called Donzo who he, he leads this uh the Ambu Black Ops who they're like the well not even a subdivision of the Ambu Black Ops called Root they're like I don't know kind of like an FBI CIA type organization just in the shadows doing stuff. Um, and yeah, so they travel to the bridge. They fight Orochimaru. Um, and Naruto, I can't remember exactly what triggers it. Um, he transfer, like he starts to lose control and transform like literally into the nine tails. He only gets to four tails activated. Yeah, he only gets to four. Yeah, and he uh, he just absolutely fucks Orochimaru up. Yamato is Yamato. You find out has this specific seal thing for, like tailed beasts, which is why they put him on the team. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you you find out you know Sai is a message for Orochimaru from Donzo, so they're kind of not allies, but they communicate. Um, and yeah, that's basically. Well, Sai like sort of defects to try to go and rescue Sasuke, and then Sasuke is like, nah, I'm evil, fuck you, and he like just bodies all of them. Yeah, because I believe Sai was originally meant to kill him, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they meet Sasuke again, Naruto totally like, chokes, uh, gets kind of beat up by Sasuke, Sasuke beats up Yamato, um, and then the only other thing of note, it is, who says it? Uh, Sasuke is able to like Naruto starts to like get even more controlled by the Nine Tails, but Sasuke is able to like stop it with his uh, shining gun. And mm-hmm. the Nine Tails says, "This guy reminds me of Madara Uchiha, who is someone who will come into play big, big time later." Um, so my question, because I asked you this in the chat, is the Ghetto Statue alive? And I know, like, you know, it'll uh, probably show up at the end, but I'm saying right now. I, I guess, kinda. I, it's basically I, like in in the middle of the cave that like the bad guys use. And yeah, it seems like it's talking. It seems like it's reacting. It's 
I mean, in a way, it's alive, I guess. Well, I I figure it's setting up something like Ninja Gaiden, where, like, at the end, it'll be revived, and there's some fucking ritual will come back. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Spoiler, yes. Yeah, I I figure. Um, But, yeah. uh, That's pretty much all that happens. They go back. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Sasuke's so evil now. And Naruto's like, no, I still see the good in him. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, any thoughts on this? This is probably the most forgettable Naruto arc. Yeah, this is pretty forgettable. It's, it's like, literally just setting up. It's the bridge to set up the next part. The only thing of note that happens really is that Sai, like he goes from like being a sketchy guy to like, nah, I believe in Naruto and, you know, everyone. I'm going to be a full-on good guy now. That's yeah, well, this is where we, we learn a lot about him. And then after this, like, he's just ba- gone from the story. He's useless. Uh, yeah. Then uh, the next arc is the Akatsuki Suppression Mission, which one of my favorite arcs. Uh, so to set the stage for this one, uh, we get to meet two more members of the Akatsuki, Hidan and Kazu... Kaz- Wait, what is his name? Uh, Kakuzu. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both very powerful guys. We see them capture the, I believe, the Two-Tails Jinchuriki. Uh, they you know rip it out of him, kill him, whatever. And they're basically just uh, going around uh, looking because f- the Akatsuki, they're trying to capture all the Jinjurkis. Like, kill their host, extract the tailed beast. Yeah. For, and give them to the ghetto statue. I figured they were going to need all ten to revive him or whatever. Yeah. And uh, some witness like is able to tell the Leaf Village and Tsunade sends, uh, who is it? Asuma, Shikamaru, and two other guys from the just two other ninja that we've never really met before. Mm-hmm. And from there, they fight uh, uh, the two of them, Hidan and Kakuzu. And shockingly, Asuma actually like just straight up dies. Like, he is killed. Yeah. Um, you see, like, Shikamaru and Ino and Choji eventually show up, and they're just, like, obviously all heartbroken. It's their mm-hmm. master. You find out uh, Kur and I who, like, they always implied that, like, they had some something going between them, that, like, yes, they were a couple, and, like, she's pregnant. And from there, basically, this is where I say Naruto Shippuden temporarily becomes Shikamaru Shippuden, because the next part is just him going, like, full-on, like, revenge plan to, like, kill both these guys. Yeah, Naruto really disappears from the story a lot. Yeah, he, uh... Yeah, this is where he's the least involved because he's off training. He's off training. He's he's doing his like split form thing, trying to find out how to tap into the nine tails, coming up with yeah. a new jitsu and yeah, Sasuke like, and Naruto gone. Not Sasuke. Kakashi and Naruto show up and they fight. Uh, which one? He, I believe they fight. I'm trying to remember who to. Uh, Kakuzu. Mm-hmm. And they they kill him basically. But the thing is, Shikamaru goes after Hidan because Hidan's the one that killed Asuma. And it is just, he eventually, spoiler, does get him, but he's immortal. Yeah, he cuts his head off. Yeah, he cuts his head off and basically leaves him buried under rocks for eternity. And it is one of my favorite moments in Naruto. No, I agree. Um, like he, I can't remember if this is in the anime only. He like lights, because Asuma, Asuma was a smoker, uh-huh. he lights his lighter and like the image of like uh, Asuma's spirit or whatever. I, I think it's supposed to be in his head, like appears to him as like, good job, kid. And like he just basically blows him. You know the hell up. Yeah, that's so. In the video, they show that part, but and I remember him throwing the lighter, but it's only in the anime then. Yeah, um, and yeah, I just love it because I think Asuma's death is handled so well, so impactful. Shikamaru, like I said, is my favorite character in the series, and like it basically becomes his story for just a little bit there. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's pretty much everything that happens in this one. Anything to add? That next arc is where things get juicy in terms of main story. I mean, so it was interesting to me because, again, if we're going to make parallels with Dragon Ball, like, you know, I'm trying to think if there ever a time where Goku disappears from the story, like, oh, well, yeah, after he's dead, um, but he's still follow Gohan, right? This was kind of like following someone that, like, we really didn't have that much investment in. Uh, oh, Josh, you're underwater. Yeah, also, uh, Josh, you're kind of underwater, just FYI. Whereas this, like, can definitely stand on its own. Yeah. 
Um, and also this confirmed for me, um, I can't remember if I mentioned this in our part one. I feel like especially with Boruto, a lot of fans have now see it. Um, like Sasuke is not Naruto's best friend. Shikamaru is like objectively Naruto's best friend. Um, like he's there for him the whole time. And yeah. Yeah. I never, I never really bought the Sasuke and Naruto as, as best friends thing. It was more like, kind of like an Obi-Wan and Anakin thing, how it's supposed to be. Like they were like students together. They were friends. They were rivals. And then Sasuke, like at the first chance is just like, all right, I'm, I'm bad now. See ya. Well, I've always seen more as like they kind of see each other more as like almost like brothers kind of thing as opposed to. Friends. I mean, but even that, like they're really they're just not close. They never really were. They just trained together. Also, yeah. how long is the time jump? Is it three years, five years, seven? Uh, I can't. Well, they're supposed to be all seventeen now, basically seventeen, eighteen. Right, I can't so it's like three to four years. Part one, they're supposed to be like I don't know, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. I guess. yeah. So it's like three to four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But moving on to one of the uh, definitely a fan favorite, one of the fan favorite arcs, Itachi Pursuit. Um, as it, as you can guess, it is uh, Sasuke going after Itachi. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it starts with like you said, Roch, uh, Sasuke just murking at Rochimaru. Um, because his current body is like falling apart. Well, I mean, Orochimaru started it, and like I guess it's because his body was falling apart. But he's just like, I'm gonna turn into a giant snake now. Yeah, it's his true form, and Sasuke yeah. just absolutely fucking bodies him, um, kills him. Kabuto's like, damn, <laughs> and just lets let Sasuke walk out. Um, and then uh, Sasuke frees this guy called Suigetsu, who was like a test subject Orochimaru had. Um, yeah, they, they start just, bringing in a lot of like clones and like weird shit. Yeah, uh, and then they also recruit this chick named Karin, who's basically on an evil Sakura, basically. Yeah, uh, totally in love with Sasuke. Um, and then they, the final member of their team is this guy named Jugo, another Orochimaru experiment guy. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing is that you know. Gonna go kill Itachi. Um, and then uh, you see Itachi and Kisame, they capture, I believe, the four tails. You know, they do the same thing kill it, ghetto statue. And then uh, back at the leaf village, they're trying to make a plan to go after Itachi. And kind of like the whole, uh, like all the Genin from Naruto's class meet up and they're like, so uh, should we kill Sasuke? And they're all kind of in agreement. Like, yeah, we should. But Naruto's like, no, 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 we can't. <laughs> um, and then you basically get two fights. Sasuke versus Daidara. Um, actually, and Toby. They both attack Sasuke. Toby's basically useless the whole fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Sasuke and Daidara, they have a pretty good fight. Uh, it ends with Daidara just blowing himself up, basically, nuke style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, like, my my power is explosion, and Sasuke's like, I'm still alive, fuck you. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Naruto, uh, he confronts Itachi. Uh, they don't really have a fight so much as, like, Itachi just puts him in Genjutsu for a long time and kind of runs off. And that's basically the end of this arc, because uh, Sasuke and Itachi's real fight is two arcs later from now. Yeah. Um, but then from here, it goes right into the Jiraiya's, what is it, Tale of Jiraiya the Gallant, where basically, uh, Tsunade sends Jiraiya to the village hidden in the, uh, rain to investigate because there's Akatsuki stuff there. And you find out that the mystery Akatsuki leader who was in the, uh, holograms is a guy named Payne. Yep. And he's uh, he's basically controlling that village, and he attacks Jiraiya. And during the battle, you see some flashbacks to where Jiraiya had actually been at this village before and met these guys named uh, Yahiko and Nagato and Conan, mm-hmm. uh, these like kids. And the thing about Nagato was he had this thing called the Rinnegan, which is like. I don't even remember if they explained how he had. It's the most powerful ocular jutsu you can have. 
in this universe, basically. And, you know, he kind of trained them up to, like, defend themselves and then left. Um, but then you kind of see that Conan is with the Akatsuki. Yahiko seemingly is pain, like the main pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he's just battling dry. It's an epic battle. Uh, you see, actually, there's, like, more of him. Like, they're not direct clones of him, but, like, a... Yeah, no, he like splits a, himself into six. Yeah, and they all are just fighting Jiraiya. And I remember reading this for the first time thinking, hmm, Jiraiya's not doing too well here. Um, he, he, like, they're all kind of progressively, like, powering up until, like, Jiraiya can't power up anymore, and he is starting to get fucked up by the pains. And then uh, they kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said this is like one of the saddest deaths in comics I've ever read when Jiraiya dies. Um, he basically, the final thing he does, he, he summons one of his totes, like send a message to Leaf and Naruto to warn them. Yeah. Uh, his, his final line where he's like, you know, Naruto, I'm convinced of it. You're the child of prophecy. I leave the rest to you. One of the best lines ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's just basically blown up and just sinks into the ocean. Uh, any thoughts on Tale of Jiraiya? Um, it was very much like watching Master Roshi versus King Piccolo. I'd say the difference there is Roshi basically dies because he's just not good enough, whereas Jiraiya dies in battle. Yeah. Uh, but bo- both hit the same way. I just because of Roshi, I was expecting Jiraiya to come back like in the next arc. Hasn't happened yet, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Naruto's reaction to when he finds out Jiraiya died is just so well done, mm-hmm. especially in the anime. They animate quite well. Uh, moving on, the big, well, not the big one technically, but Itachi versus Sasuke. Uh, I mean, it's basically what I just said. Sasuke finally hunts down Itachi, and they have an, a pretty epic fight. Um, so here's my question, because I tried... I tried to look this up, and I could not find out. Obviously, the manga comes before the anime. Mm-hmm. When did this come out? Like, this specific arc? Like, the manga? Yeah. Um, we think this would be chapter 3, like, 3, 380s? Yeah. Um, I mean, probably you're looking at 2007, 2008? That's what I'm wondering. So, you know, the wife is a, a huge, huge Supernatural fan. Um, this arc is basically the basis of Supernatural seasons, I guess, three to five. And I was trying to figure out what came first. And knowing the timeline, they're both around the exact same time. Yeah, I... I've never seen Supernatural. I, I don't like, know. Like, literally the exact same. I was explaining it to her. I was like, stop me if you've heard this before. It's like two brothers, and one is possessed by a demon, and they're trying to use him to revive this demon statue in a cage, and the other one is sort of going undercover, and you're trying to figure out if he's good or he's bad. And just like, wow, yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, the fight, uh, at first it's a lot of, like, they're p- trying to just put each other on their genjutsu, uh, the big moment is when Itachi uses his Sukuyomi, which is, like, basically the most powerful Genjutsu you can have, and Sasuke is able to, like, just completely break out of it. Um, you get to see Itachi use the Amaterasu, which is, like, basically fire, but it's black, and, like, it will never stop burning, ever. Um, and, but also you see, because th- this has been a thing running through the whole series, Itachi seemingly has some kind of, like, it's never explained what it is, like an illness of some kind. Mm-hmm. He coughs a lot. And also, his eyes are really fucked up because he has the Mangekyo Shanigan, which allows him to use like stuff like Amaterasu, Sukuyomi, Susano. But the thing about it is that like the Mangekyo Shanigan, it's one of those, the more you use it, the more your eyes deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And you see, he's basically like, like, he would be legally blind by the end of this fight. Yeah. Pretty much. And the big thing is, you know... Sasuke thinks he killed him because he uses his most powerful lightning attack. Uh, Itachi reveals he has this, you know, this thing called the Susana, which is like this, I don't know, purple skeleton thing that forms around him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's looking like, oh shit, he's gonna kill Sasuke. But then Orochimaru comes out of, like nowhere. Yeah, he like, like. By the way, I'm alive. And then <laughs> it's kind of funny. Itachi immediately just kills him and seals him away. Like yeah, he, he, just he doesn't get to do anything. Sword at him. 
Um, and then he walks up to Sasuke. You think, oh shit, he's gonna like kill him, but then uh, Itachi's body basically just gives out and dies. Yeah, I couldn't uh, figure out if it was because so like Orochimaru pops out of like Sasuke's snake mouth, and uh, he just fucking takes the sword and stabs him. And I couldn't figure out if it was like he put like his full power of his essence into the sword to kill Orochimaru, or it's just the fight itself had taken that much out of him. Hmm. Uh, it, I mean, I've always read it as, like, his body was just, like, done at that point. Like, too much stress from all the jutsu and chakra expended. Um, and then the fight ends. Sasuke passes out. And you see Toby, the, like, meme Akatsuki member, who's, like, you know, especially in the anime, he's always, like, got a high voice and stuff. Yeah, you know. Uh, he, he was watching it with this guy called, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Zetsu, who's, like, this, uh... Basically, a Venus. If a Venus flytrap was a human being, mm-hmm. uh, basically, and they like uh, take Sasuke. He wakes up and he's like, "What the fuck? What are you guys doing here?" Uh, and then the big reveal: Toby actually isn't a mean character. He's Madara Uchiha. Now, who's Madara Uchiha? He was this guy who um, was the f- the first Hokage of the Leaf Village. This guy named. Hashirama Senju. Uh, their clans, the Senju clan, the Uchiha clan, back in the day were like the two most powerful. And they were like, would fight the two of them. And But eventually they set aside their differences and formed the village together. Um, but then Madara, he went back to being evil when Hashirama became the first Okage. And he feared that, you know, the Uchiha clan would be like basically discriminated against and cast out. Um, but then his clan didn't even believe him, and he was kind of cast out on his own. Um, and you find out the Nine Tails back in the day, he controlled it using his Mange Kyoshangan to fight the uh, Hashirama, the first Okage. And you know, what all the history books say is that the first Okage killed him there, but you find out, well, he didn't somehow, and that somehow he's still alive, even though he should be like like a hundred plus years old at this point as seemingly like in a young body. And he's like telling, and then the big reveal is that he tells, cause what we believed about Itachi up until then was that he went basically rogue, killed his entire clan and defected to the Akatsuki. That's not true. He was ordered by the top brass of the leaf village to kill his entire clan because his clan was playing a coup against the leaf and itachi did this to like avoid basically a civil war and to protect uh and he just didn't kill sasuke because he loved him and he was his brother um yeah it was like supernatural meets uh mortal Kombat with the sub-zeros yeah and you find out toby was there the night uh, Itachi wiped out the clan. He helped him do it because Itachi at that was not powerful enough to kill every Uchiha. And under the condition that Madara would leave the village alone um, and leave Sasuke alone specifically. Um, and Sasuke is just like blown away. He cannot believe that like because he believes now, basically, the Leaf Village is responsible for all of his fucking problems. And he, like, vows, I'm going to destroy the Leaf Village. That's my new goal in life. Mm. And, and, like, as he says that, you see his Mangekyo Shaningang wakes up. And uh, that's basically the end of that arc. Uh, any thoughts to add, Josh? No, I mean, we pretty much covered it. Like, that one, I would say, is definitely my favorite out of everything in this yeah. uh, this part. I remember, like, the uh, reveal about Itachi just fucking blew my mind the first time I read it. Because mm-hmm. I had always figured, oh, he's, he's, just a, he's just a bad guy. He's bad because he's evil. But nope. Uh, the Uchiha clan was basically screwed by the uh, Leaf Village. Um, and uh, you, you'll get to meet him a little later. I, I believe you get to see him a little bit here. The second Hokage uh, was, like, basically a total, like, racist, like, against Uchiha's. Didn't trust him at all. Totally, like, segregated them. Mm-hmm. And, like, he sets up a lot of problems that will, like, lead to all this eventually down the line. 
And uh, also, it makes the third Hokage look not like a bad guy per se, but very inept in letting this stuff happen. Uh, especially yeah, with definitely. what's to come. Um, then the finale of the this whole part is the Pain of Soul arc, which is like it's a freaking massive, it's a long ass arc. I mean, it's like basically the length of like almost everything we've read up until now, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically Pain attacks the Leaf Village because they've got all of Jinchuriki except for uh, Naruto and the Ninetales and they want him, and Pain is like, I'll do it myself. It's him and his six Pain buys. They attack the Leaf Village. Naruto's not there at the time uh, because he's off training with the like Toads to master this thing called Sage Art. And uh, yeah, this is the big one. Uh, actually, sorry. There's one thing that happens before. Sasuke, after being told everything by Madara, joins the, the uh, Akatsuki. Him and his team... Go to attack. Go to get the uh, Killer Bee, who is the Eight Tails Chinchuriki from the, I believe, Land of Stone, and they they fight him. And uh, Killer Bee uh, is basically like a meme character. He's like a he's like a rapper, a wannabe rapper who just happens to also be incredibly incredibly strong. He almost kills Sasuke. Would have killed him if it wasn't for Karin using some high level healing jutsu. And uh, they eventually capture him. Yes, I forgot. That happens before. But anyways, back to Pain's attack on the Leaf Village. Uh, I mean, they go pretty much all out. I mean, their attack, they just do a full frontal assault. Uh, The Leaf Village, for the most part, puts up, I would say, just 0 out of 10 defense against them. Um, The only person that really has any success is Kakashi. He fights the main pain and like this other one who's like uh, just has a lot of weapons inside of him. Manages to destroy one of them. Works with Choji and his dad. But then Kakashi is killed. Just straight up like like the main pain just kills him with a what is it, a needle or no a yeah, a needle to the head. Um and it's like not looking good. Like a lot of pe- like the Leaf Village is just getting completely fucked up. And eventually, Pain uses his because the main Pain, his like techniques, are, like these gravity techniques that can push or pull, and he uses his most powerful one, which is just this massive, like basically like a nuclear bomb, pretty much, and it destroys the village, like straight up destroys it. No buildings left. Um, it looks like, and then you know, Pain's in the middle. He's about to kill Tsunade, who's like she used all of her chakra basically because she's like a healer to like. Uh, summon this slug thing that would like protect all the villagers. So she's like out of chakra. He's about to kill her, but then Naruto finally shows up. Um, and from there, you get Pain versus Naruto. Great fight. Um, Naruto starts to lose. It's looking like he might die, but then Hinata steps in. And, you know, Hinata, you know, wannabe love interest. Um, she declares, you know, I love you, Naruto, but then she's basically like killed instantly. Um, <laughs> Uh, and from there, Naruto like goes basically Berserko mode. Goes like the Nine Tails starts to take over. You see him get to Six Tails, and from there, I mean, especially in the anime, I can't remember what it reads like in the manga. They're like moving like Super Saiyan gods, basically Naruto and Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like just the like mountains are blowing up and shit. And you see Naruto get all the way to the Eighth Tail, and at this point, Pain uses like a his most powerful sealing jutsu to like almost like seal him in like this mini moon kind of thing. And like Yamato, who is away from the village, freaks the fuck out because he sees like on his hand they like link to Naruto that holy shit, like the ninth, he's gotten to the ninth tail, like the nine tails is just gonna be free. And um like, you know, that'll be awful. Mm-hmm. Naruto's about to just uh, rip the seal off the nine tails like inside of him. Because the Nine Tails is like, hey, kid, let me out and I'll give you, and you know, I'll kill that guy for you. You know, very like evil sounding, especially in the anime. But then Naruto's gonna do it. He is gonna release the Nine Tails because, I mean, it's looking at this point like it's over. Like, this guy's destroyed the village. He's killed all of his friends and master. Um, but then the fourth Hokage, who, you know, is dead, is like, 
inside of Naruto and stops him. Uh, you find out that the fourth Hokage, when he sealed the Ninetales inside of Naruto, left some of his chakra there in case something ever happened. And then probably the biggest reveal of the series up until now, the fourth Hokage is Naruto's father. Mm-hmm. And they have this, you know, nice little conversation where, you know, he's like, I believe in you, son. You know, you can do this. He reseals the Ninetales in him. Naruto, you know, gets out, fights uh, Pain, defeats him. He eventually goes and finds, like, the real Pain, quote-unquote, who's who was that other student Jiraiya had who was Nagato. And uh, Nagato basically uses the last of his pa- Naruto, typical Naruto, uses Takno Jutsu on him. Uh, to make him become a good guy, and he uses his Rinnegan and like the last of his life force uh, to just revive everyone that died. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. Naruto is like basically out of energy as he walks back to the uh, village, um, but Kakashi like helps him get back. And you see at this point, you know, everyone's like so happy to see him because everyone heard about what happened. And uh, yeah, it ends with them kind of throwing him up in the air. He's like the hero of the village. Um. Yeah, Josh, what are your general thoughts on the pain arc? I've, a lot of people do consider this the best arc in Naruto. For me, I'm not sure it'd be my favorite, but it's certainly one of my favorites. Um, I thought it was really good. I just thought the ending was a cop out, but I don't know what comes next. So I I agree. Like, uh, I mean, it's one of those. I love Kakashi. I like. I'm on the one hand, I'm happy he survived, but like. I'll say it would have been like very powerful if he had like actually died. Yeah, I was thinking um, like I was like I don't want my boy to die. I was like, well, yeah, uh, happen. Here's the part. Yeah, uh, a few other things I'll touch on. Uh, Pain gives so right after Pain kills Hinata, and Naruto goes berserk mode. Uh, Naruto's like just like yelling at him like I'm gonna kill you. Like you've destroyed my village and killed my friends. And Pain gives probably my favorite monologue in a comic ever uh, the cycle of hatred speech where mm-hmm. he basically like it's basically the first time a villain ever uses takno jutsu on naruto and naruto's like left speechless where you know he basically says like hey you know from my perspective you know it was the leaf village who destroyed my village back in the day you know what about my family what about my friends mm-hmm. everyone i cared about and naruto is just left completely fucking speechless um when like because he didn't even know that like that happened. Um, and I think that's just one of my favorite speeches ever. The other thing I'll touch on is, you know, the big reveal. Naruto's dad is the fourth Hokage. Which, I remember when I first read that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought that came out of nowhere. It was like, were his parents um, killed? Were they not? Like, Well, and for me, like you had mentioned, I re-listened to our part one. And you had kind of mentioned, like, I find it weird how everyone like treats Naruto like shit, sort of. And like... The fact that Naruto is the son of the fourth Hokage, the fourth Hokage, as we're told by what happened, sacrificed himself to seal it within Naruto. You know, mm-hmm. so, like basically sacrificing his own son in a way. Why is Naruto treated like such absolute dog shit by everyone for like the first part of his life? Makes this is one of the things people are like, this really doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so, why, what, why what I came up with that his dad was the fourth Hokage. Yeah, what I came up with was I see a lot of allusions to this in Harry Potter, and that's how Harry Potter started. Everybody hated Harry Potter for no reason. Yeah, uh, the other thing is I think the third Hokage looks like very bad coming out of this arc because you saw he just let Naruto live in like not poverty but like very reduced circumstances. Like, mm-hmm. just it's very weird. Um, um, what else? Yeah, that was just very bizarre. Um, a lot of people have said this arc could have been a great place to end Naruto mm-hmm. he, because the central premise of the series is now basically fulfilled. Naruto's dream was to become Hokage and be accepted by the village. He's now accepted by the village, clearly, by the end. You know, he's like the hero. And he's, you know, you, you could easily write to where, you know, you do another time skip forward in a couple chapters and he's now the Hokage years later. Mm-hmm. The only thing left that would have to change is somehow i guess add one more arc to wrap up sasuke you know what what's going to happen between naruto and sasuke yeah and i'll say i actually agree with that 
like Kishimoto totally could have ended it here if he wanted. Um, and uh, what else? The only thing I'll add is I did find it interesting how you get to see a little more of the Donzo guy who was in charge of Sai or used to be. Mm-hmm. He uh, has some straight like conspiracy shit he's doing. Uh, his Ambu guys as the village is being attacked, like, sir, do we like go in and help? And he's like, no, no, let's just uh, see how this plays out. Um, and Donzo, uh, in the final stretch, he'll, he'll become a big player for at least a little bit. Um, and yeah, I'll just, uh, the pain arc is so well done in my opinion. Great fights, great reveals, uh, probably the, probably the strongest writing ever, I would say in Naruto from like a storytelling and emotional standpoint. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I guess, oh, Donzo. Uh, it's made the acting six Hokage. I forgot to add that because Tsunade is like really fucked up um, after the whole fight. Um, and uh, oh, I guess the final thing you find out is when Sasuke and his team deliver the eight tails to uh, Toby, you find out they actually didn't capture the eight tails. He managed to substitute him out himself out at the last second. Um, And you, he says, you know, now that Payne's dead, Toby basically steps into lead, and now his demeanor's completely changed. He's not like acting like this hokey, jokey character. He's like very serious, stone faced, and he's like, no, I'm leading this now. In fact, I was controlling Payne, by the way. It's time to commence my Eye of the Moon plan, which uh, you'll find out later what that is like, which is basically the end game of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, fantastic arc. Love finally meeting the fourth Hokage. I thought his scenes with Naruto were great. Um, and yeah, that is part one of Naruto Shippuden. Um, I love it. This series is like just one of my favorites. Um, love all the characters and world building. Josh, anything fine, final to add? I just, I think it's very different from the original series. Um, yeah, definitely. Much, much definitely. like you know, Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. Totally. Um, Lots of illusions between the two. You know, whereas with Dragon Ball, I actually prefer Dragon Ball more than Z. This way, it's the other way around. I think. Hmm, I would say I prefer Shippuden probably just a, a little bit. I mean, granted, Shippuden's also like double the length, pretty much. So there's mm-hmm. more like in it. Um, and yeah, like you said, there are so many illusions. I mean, Kishimoto's on the record saying, like, Dragon Ball Z is the reason Naruto exists. Like, you know, Akira Toriyama was, like, my hero mm-hmm. back growing up. And yeah, definitely, like, tons of just illusions between the two. Um, but I guess that's pretty much every shonen manga post-Dragon Ball. Every, I've never seen a single creator from Japan that doesn't list Dragon Ball as one of their favorite mangas. Um but uh, yeah, um, I guess from here you only have like 250-ish chapters left. We can do that next time. Um, I'm very curious what you think of, because uh, boy, there are some twists and turns coming. Some of them good, some of them really bad. <laughs> uh, oh, I can I can only imagine. Um, so yeah, the um, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you what what if you had to guess, what do you think the final stretch like general plot would? If you had to take a guess, I mean they're going to revive the ghetto statue and and you know bring back the ten tail beast. Yeah, that that uh that may happen, but uh, there's some things that if I told you, you'd be like, "What? How does that make sense?" Well, I'm guessing like because they can't kill Naruto, so they're going to have to like you know trick him into going berserker mode, and somebody's going to betray him, and he's going to end up giving up his beast or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Madara Uchiha, get ready for a lot of, or Toby Madara Uchiha, get ready for a lot of him in this next part. Oh, goody. But yeah, this was a fun one. Uh, looking forward to finishing it once you read it. Then no, I, yeah, no, definitely. Um, so yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of similarity to, like I said, up to season five or six of supernatural um you know that show was really good in the beginning and then it just went on way way too fucking long 
Yeah, I've never seen it. Always heard it's good, but never seen it. Well, it's on Netflix, so if you ever jump into it, let me know. I'm sure you know Sarah would love to do that one with you. That's her favorite show of all time. She rewatches it constantly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then what happens is, like, she's on a rewatch now. She gets to the season eight, and she's like, oh, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can happen. Because uh-huh. like, isn't that show, like, what, like 15 seasons or something crazy like that? Yeah. And it's like once they bring in like, you know, biblical angels and, and war on God and everything, it's like, well, where do you go from here? And then they take some weird directions, mm. like going to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, nothing more on my end, Tad. Um, I don't know what's coming up. I don't know if you do. Uh, I know the guys are doing their advent calendar, doing all the Christmas movies. I know we're going to hop in on a bunch of those. Uh, we might want to try to do the Dragon Ball Z Abridged Christmas Tree of Might. And, um, you know, as far as the next part of Shippuden, we're going to try for before New Year's Eve, but we'll see. Yeah, that's fine. Because there is also, there is, well, there's technically two, but for Shippuden, there is one canon movie that absolutely is like must watch because it's like basically the ending or the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about that later. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe after this, we can find another series to do. I like doing Dragon Ball and Naruto. It's just fun. Yeah, definitely. I think we had talked about uh, like Full Metal Alchemist or. From, uh, I'd be very curious to see what you think of Attack on Titan, especially its ending, since a lot of people fucking hate it. Uh, we can look at it. I've, I've never never seen or read any of it. Um, I know we had talked about Death Note. That's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, oh, yeah. I've never read Death Note. Only, only watched it. Um, yeah, no. Love, love Death Note. would be down to do that. Um, yeah, we can decide after Naruto. Sounds good. All right, man. I will catch you next time. Peace. Peace.